Good morning, R2. How you doing? GM. You're still on the spaces, aren't you? I can't I'm hear you. Spaces. I was going to mute it here in a second. I just thought we would do the intro. Perfect. I would say, morning show spaces collab. What up, Matt? <laughs> Let's go. Hello, Lemon Spaces. Good morning, Alphaman. Pretty cool. Lugsy, how you doing? Yo, man, what are you guys still doing here? <laughs> yeah, man, we're here. We're doing it. 43 hours what and is, counting. Guys, I don't know if you know. What do you want to know? This is a 43-hour lemon space. It's been going almost two days now. Two days. Uh, I'm, you know what? I'm... I usually have something to say, but to be honest, I'm fucking speechless right now, man. Let's go. Well, yeah, there it is. Cool. FMC, Dre's, congratulations, you guys. Thank you. you. Thank you. Love you. Love you. We're feeling Thank good. You. Driz woke up refreshed, Thank right, Driz? Oh, my God. Dude, I literally feel like Did I woke Driz up. sleep? A little bit. Our power <laughs> it, was, it was tough. It was tough, Lucy, but I did fall into it. Especially drank something, bro, but I was so tired. I couldn't get up. All right. I, I want, and, you know, as many would say, okay, guys, it's time to hydrate. All right. Everyone needs to hydrate. And let's all take a dab. Let's all, let's all get, let's all get right. All right. That's so true. That's so true, Lopes. Come on, Lopes. That's it. It's only me on the show. I'm too gifted out. I'm getting to the bung right now. R2DJ? R2DJ? Oh, shit. R2DJ decided to leave leave the yeah. show, and he hopped on the squeeze. R2. Fuck the Alphaman show. I'd rather just be... No. Um, you know what? I was sending a message. Like, literally, just as we were going live, the power just went out in my building. And uh, I can tell you one thing. When the power goes out in this building, it lasts a while. Wow. That is crazy. So this is R2. No, that's not crazy. You guys doing a space for 43 fucking hours. That's crazy. All right. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Let's let's put some things into perspective here. All right. Well, yeah. Alpha Mint. Uh, guys, so this is basically it. Normally, we're doing our show for you right now, but R2's electricity just went out. So he hopped on his phone, requested to be a speaker on the Lemon Space. You're now hearing R2 through the lemon space. We're both on the lemon spaces. This is the show you're getting this morning until R2's power goes back on, if it does. Oh, dude, if, if past history is any indication, it's going to be a couple hours. So I'm probably going to have to... I don't even know. Are you are you able to... Um, are you able to end the stream on there? End the stream? Do you want me to? No, oh, I can't end the hold stream. Hold on. My power just came back on. Oh, there you go. All right, let's see. It's, it's going to take a couple minutes for my internet to boot back up. Perfect. Yep. Lobesy, you think he's from Canada? Yeah. Oh, he, yeah, he's from Canada. Isn't he? a boot, it's going to boot a back beat. up. Yeah, he's my, he's my, he's my brother. <laughs> Yo, I'd be nerding out on Tim Hortons with them all. So I wish there was a Tim Hortons. Yo, you wish you had a double-double in your life right now. Oh, buddy, I just went out and bought a freaking double-double and just let her rip right now, man. Oh, dude, you're oh. so Canadian. That, that whole sentence was so Canadian. Buddy, we just, we just went and got a double-double and let her rip. Yo, I love it's all about the double-double, fam. Yeah. Good stuff. 
Yo, can your listeners, can your listeners hear me? Yeah. Hey, yeah. Lovesy, you're on the AM show. Right? Yo, hi, AM show. This is Lovesy. I'm a hidden gem in Twitter. I'm FMC's best bud. And Chris's worst enemy, guys. <laughs> Yo, it's true. I bet a lot of people listening know. Uh, yeah, Lovesy, it does these magnificent spaces. He's a regular co-host on all of them. Uh, and Grizz as well. But yeah, Lovesy. Uh, you guys got to follow Lovesy. Is Lovesy paying us for this promotion on the AM show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lovesy, Lo- 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 <laughs> Lo- I just got your payment, bro. Everybody definitely give Lovesy a follow. Everyone. Yeah, this is a I love Lo- promotion. Lovesy Lo- Lo- sent me one of his MFers. Yo, back when you got it for point one. <laughs> back when you got it for point one. No, Lopes that's why he's my grandpa. You gotta say it's a paid promotion. It's oh, a- this is a paid promotion, guys. So you know, Drews <laughs> <laughs> is not gonna make it, Lopes or what? No, the big the big alpha is follow Lopes because yo man, there's no one, there's no one. Oh wait, I know after FMC. And R2, there's nobody funnier than Lobsy. Oh, uh, <laughs> humility. And now no one more humble. Grand, grandpa Lobes. Let's oh, you're in a there. I'll say that. Matt I'm the get it correct. Well, I'm the certified boomer, dude. I, that's okay. I'm old, but I'm going to make it. And I'm going to see Matt in New York. And I'm going to rob him in a bodega. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when, when, when we all get together. Matt, Lobsy, and uh, he says it as he says it the purple heart. I'm setting in purple hearts. <laughs> <laughs> he says it as he says it the purple heart. <laughs> I'm that kind. Of, I'm that kind of cat, dude. <laughs> All right. So AM show. In case you're wondering what's happening, I know a lot of you guys. Your hard two's electricity went out. He's logging back on now. His computer. Ha- he has to wind the crank of his PC. He still doesn't have a Mac, but once he winds that crank up and gets it going. His PC will be up. Your show will get back on track. Right. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm still, uh, I'm still trying to get the the seals back on the treadmills to power up the, the internet here. And uh, yes. my igloo is uh, slowly melting. Right. right. Cool. There it is. Yeah. Um. I mean, my internet should be up in a couple of minutes, so uh, I apologize about that. But I'm actually just amazed that my power actually came back on and it could go out again at any minute. And if that's the case, then Is it we'll just deal with it. No, sir. me where you are right now? I shall... I no, shall. you know what? I don't know what to do. It's like something about, like, the block. It's, it's like the surrounding area will have their power on my block. It's like this spot on this grid that is just fucking brutal. Yo, was Hales just was just in here? Can you hear me? Was Hales in? Yeah, we did. Hales was in here. Did she get in and dip? Yeah, she just got in and dip. Maybe she. Maybe she was like, "I've had enough madness for one night, <laughs> or one day, or two days." No, two days she had already dipped into here. This is like day number three. I know. I know. Multiple. Times. Rosie, listen. FMC's had two full sleeps. Two full sleeps. And woken up and the space is still going. <laughs> oh, you stuck a low team, I got it. Hey, also get back but in no, here. No. I think she was just uh, perusing the terrain, seeing what was up. So get back in. It's just a matter of time. It's not even a song. Ooh, I like that though. Lozy, what time is it in Japan? 
Uh, it's 11.40 p.m., sir. You, did you mean J... J... J-Pen? 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 Yo, I just want to say hi to the homies, Miho, ISF Daily, Malcolm, Metamaya. Yo, what's up, guys? Spider! Yo, my guy Spider here. The lemons are already, always ready to go. Man. For real. I mean, 48 hours a day. Yeah, guys. 15 days guys, a week. Guys, guys, listen. Yes, Chris. Michael chose violence last night. <laughs> so this morning, violence, violence, violence. Chris, do you live on your own? Yes, yeah, sir. Close enough. <laughs> close enough. That is the best yeah. answer I've Let's ever heard. Close I, live, I, live, I, live, I live alone. Living in your basement is not. Yo, yo, that's it, Lopes. That's it, Lopes. You want to, you want to, one of the claws out, bud. One of the claws out, bud. Here it is. This is a scene in Anchorman where me and you are in the alley and you got your little paws out and I got my lemon juice ready to squeeze, bro. All right, bud? All right, bud? Yo, did you ask your mom to bring you down dinner from upstairs? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> no, sir. No, sir, I do not. That's too funny. <laughs> That's it, man. That's it. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to call Mrs. Lopes. Mama Lopes. Oh my god! That's it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start clean shots times when you when you're supposed to be sleeping, Lopesy. Mama Lopes is gonna have direct evidence of you being literally wiling wiling the fool, acting the fool. Bro, how much does it cost? How much does it cost to get a hex of it? Two ninety nine. Dude, now it costs like five hundred. Five hundred. Uh, oh yeah. No, and everyone listening, come on. The morning on. show is not canceled. Our tooth electricity has gone out. No. Simulcasting from a forty-three-hour lemon space on Twitter's. Our tooth's our electricity will be up. Hang out. Don't worry. I'm actually on here right now. GM Alphabet. Yeah, Gemma, he's there. Let's fucking go. Let's go. All right, don't leave. Just hang out. I love how it. I love how it happened at like twenty seconds after it actually went live, too. Yeah, that was pretty good. Like it could have happened at any point. Just got rubbed by the uh, Canadian electricity grid. Are you going to be able to log into the same link, or do you have to start a new stream? No, it should just be open. I just now I'm having some issues with my. I don't know. Everything's messed up, man. What a what a Monday. What a Monday. Where in Canada are you from? Uh, Southern Ontario. Oh, okay. okay. I'm, from, I'm from Vancouver. Shit. Oh, yeah. Shit. We're not, not even remotely Shit. close. Shit. We're not remotely close. Cheers, mate. <laughs> Dude, we're from Canada, not English. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was an attempt. We don't say mate. We say bud. Bud. Yeah, bud. Come on, bud. Get it, get it together, bud. I I imagine Driz is like ten pounds of soaking wet. <laughs> We're gonna find out. 
Yeah, yeah, dude. We're gonna find out New York when the wind blows them away, dude. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I swear to you, bud. Oh, I think we're back. I think we're back. <laughs> I think I think Logie says that because he knows that he's gonna get fucking crossed over and his hips might crack. Oh, no. But it's okay. We got you. We got you. You want more purple hearts? <laughs> <laughs> what Boy. the fuck? Okay, we made it. I'm in. All right, FMC, are we going to get this thing on the road here? Just started. Let's just do the drum roll right away so people don't get anti. Oh, I have not even set up. I just got on the inter- GM, my everybody. Bad, my bad. Sorry. Sorry. Welcome to the Sorry. Monday, February 21st edition of the AM show. I've been rugged by my electric company. Uh, sorry about that. Wow. 15 minute delay. I apologize. But 30 of you uh, beautiful DJs somehow stuck around. So I appreciate that. And uh, shout out to the uh, Lemon Squeeze for being our intermediary and, and keeping it going. And uh, always, uh, always love those boys over there. Free Market, how are you doing today? Yeah, 43 hours and counting. I'm a little tired. A little dazed, but understand, guys, this is for the culture. This is this is what lemons do. We don't do it on purpose, but the zest cannot be denied. It is it is it is true. Uh, there has been a lemon spaces going on since 2 p.m. in the afternoon Eastern Standard Time on Saturday. Uh, it's still going on right now. We were simulcasting. I know a lot of you were concerned, not knowing what's going on, saying this sucks. This isn't the content I'm here for. <laughs> oh, guys. Yeah. guys, there were technical difficulties, um, but we're here now. Cooler right. heads prevail. Uh, yeah, like I said. This weekend, too, huh, R2? What's that? There were some technical difficulties this weekend. Yes. In, uh, lots, NFTs, huh? lots of technical difficulties. I finally got all of my tabs pulled back up. Uh, everything seems to be stable. I do apologize. I'm going to give you guys a heads up that sometimes when my electric, uh, when I'm having electrical issues, uh, they do persist. So it would not shock me for this to happen again. But until then, we will actually just go through with the show and uh, and and keep it going. So, yeah, thank you for everybody tuning in. It's Monday. It was quite the weekend, uh, probably not the way we thought it was going to be. We had Ethereum and Bitcoin taking a bit of a dump. Um, we had the OpenSea uh, uh, debacle. I don't know what you want to call it. Apparently, it was a phishing scam. Everybody is still trying to figure that out. But uh, late Saturday and into yesterday, I think people were pretty hesitant to be trading the JPEG seems to be coming back to life a little bit. So we're going to be talking about that a little later on in the show. Um, and yeah, I mean, we had another raid party delay. That was something we wanted to talk about today, but it is not meant to be. That is looking like March 4th now. Um, we have a big week coming up this week. Uh, uh, Star Catchers is going to be dropping tomorrow. Um, Wonder Pals is going to be dropping. Invisible Friends is going to be dropping on Wednesday. So there's going to be lots of content every single day day this week uh happy what is, what, what is today what is the holiday in uh in america hmm. president's day there's a grouping of presidents whose birthdays all fall on this week in um in february starting with george washington's birthday today he sounds and familiar additionally this Monday is a bank holiday, and then the rest of the week, kids usually get off from school. Sometimes it's the week before or after, depending on where you live. Um, but uh, yeah, I didn't even realize that it was for you guys here in, um, I don't know if it's Canada or Ontario, but we have family day. So this is a holiday no. for us as well. Um, 
not nearly as uh, epic as President's Day, but well, uh, well but, yeah. tell me because in the Northeast, largely this it, this is framed as winter break in the sense that like people ski around here and the kids to get a week off from school uh, often to go to the mountains and stuff to ski. So it it's called President's Week or winter break usually, um, and yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. We have the our March. It's in March. March break. We call it for uh, the spring break. So, um, but yeah, I, you know what? I I gotta say, like as chaotic and and um, ridiculous as all of the the hack that went down in terms of NFTs, uh, it kind of felt like a really good. Um, I don't want to say excuse, maybe just justification to step away from the computer. So yesterday, I actually um, I used a golf simulator for the first time. Oh, nice. Yes, it was actually surprisingly good. The putting is frustrating as shit, but uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. I've never done that before. I uh, had some cocktails, went out for dinner with some friends, went bowling after just as like a spur of the moment kind of intoxicated decision. So yeah, I'm sorry. Your role today? What's your uh, role? I don't know. I think I broke a hundred once. I'm not. I, none of us are particularly mm. good bowlers. Mm. I don't. Is that, is that bad? Wreck you bad. when you come to New York. NFT, yeah. bowling night, let's go. You know what? I mean, I, I would get a strike, and then the next next go, I would get, like, two and three. And then, so Did you very have two shots in between? What's that? Did you have two shots in between of alcohol? Oh, no. No, it wasn't going that hard. Um, it would be a different story this morning. Uh, it would not be electricity rocking me. It would be uh, yeah. the toilet. I, mean, I would say last week was one of the quietest, busiest weeks uh, ever in NFTs, especially with the backdrop of ETH Denver going on. I think a, yeah. lot, of, a lot of the news, at least in our industry, was driven out of ETH Denver, it was... Let me ask you this. What is ETH Denver? Is this just a, an Ethereum-focused conference, right? No. Like, and, and I would say it's a very important conference, especially in terms of education and people on the forefront of, like, the bleeding-edge techs, even within blockchain. I know ZK was a big topic, which is uh, zero-knowledge um, technology. Don't ask me what the hell it is. I just know it's the hot, you know, every cycle we have a hot key. It's a privacy layer um, right. where like you, you can't, you can yeah. see that an action happened, but you can't see the outcome. Like yeah. It's proof yeah, that yeah. something uh, did happen, but it's not. What are those points based on it? Uh, Zcash, Zcash and and Monero. Aren't Zcash and Monero both, both based on ZK Rollup? Something like that, yeah. I'm not as technically minded as some of the people. So, so I think as one of the big holes, and I don't, you know, we think it's both a feature and a bug, as it is with technology. But the idea that the blockchain is completely visible to everyone and immutable—that's great in some sense. But there are many instances in which you need transactions to be private, even for security reasons. Okay, and we're talking about making sure that certain people don't see money moving so people don't get hurt, you know, whether it's a country trying to send supply to a cause that could, you know, whatever. Or people trying to protest their government in a first world country like Canada. (laughs) I was going to say, there's even (laughs) current events right now that put this. So I think in blockchain where we see so many benefits to being able, able to see what everybody does, 
I think as human beings, we would like some privacy in our financial transactions in certain things that we do, right? Like when an employer pays their employees, there's no reason for that to be public and on the blockchain. I, I would argue that when you're running- well, Oh, yeah. sorry, go ahead. Keep going, keep going. No, but I we know that when you're running a company and you have 15 employees that are all doing the same job and some are being promoted or paid more or given more responsibilities, there can be internal issues if everyone's making different pay and everybody can see it yeah. on the blockchain getting paid, right? So I think that there are reasons to have private transactions. So that's why ZK is so popular. That said... It also seems to be one of those terms, almost like DAO, that's going to be over-applied and exaggerated as to what its importance is and what it can solve. At least yeah. that was the vibe I was getting from the big brains. Bottom line, I think East Denver is a very important industry conference, almost more than something like Miami. Because somewhere like Miami really encourages the partying, giving the atmosphere and where it is. Denver encourages everyone to be inside. <laughs> Denver in February. Yeah, yeah for sure. Like this party. conference is a business conference. We're going right. to host it exactly. in Denver in February. I'd say it's a very important conference. And don't get me wrong. There were parts. I'll even go into some of the awesome things that happened at East Denver that weren't serious, serious business. But yeah, so I think it's a very important conference. And of course, it was defined by the meme of our Lord and Savior, Vitalik Buterin, dressed like oh a my God. Muppet baby for most of the conference, failing to even put on pants uh, to go to what is arguably one of the this most- This is our guy. So for the last two days of the conference, he was dressed as a buffacorn. And if you don't know what a buffacorn is, that is a buffalo mixed with a unicorn. He was dressed as this buffacorn for days. Nobody knew it was him. And then he revealed it um, on the last day. So after coming to work in his pajamas, like a sullen teenager being dragged through the airport by his parents on the way to a family reunion, he dressed as a mythical creature um, and hid himself for days. Now, I would hope that this man has 24-hour security of the highest caliber from both the Mossad and the U.S. Uh, Black Forces. Um, I, I, I want him with the, the highest security known to man, but... His way of getting around without being noticed seems to be dressing up like a furry. <laughs> I love how just in this picture, he's just so casually sitting there. This drink down at the bottom has like been spelt. This is like leaking onto like the electrical this, this cables. This doesn't seem and to stuff. bother him at all. This no, is, he's not worried. He's got whatever is on that clipboard is of the utmost looks, importance. So he looks so much more comfortable than when he's wearing normal clothes and being asked a question like a human being. I, you know what? I gotta say though, when he was on the Up Only podcast, uh, I, I was. Um, a little bit surprised at how well spoken he was about things like yeah, he was pretty pretty casual and with it honestly yeah he's uh i mean he's grown up in the spotlight he is not very old and i mean he was like a teenager the really interesting story is he almost got hired by ripple um they were in the process of getting him a visa to go over to the states to work for ripple from canada XRP. 
yeah, XRP. And um, they weren't able to do it. There were some hangups in the visa process and how long he'd have to be able to do that there for and blah, 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 blah. Didn't end up working out. Like he all but had the job, but it just didn't end up working out. And then he uh, did not take it and went on to uh, start Ethereum. I think he'd already kind of had it in in the background or was working on it, but you know, um, there's a, there's another timeline out there where uh, we are talking about Ripple and not Ethereum. <clears throat> we love XRP. Oh, uh, anyways, yeah, let's move on. Um, let's talk about the crypto. Haven't even turned the music off yet. I am just in a complete disarray this morning. But GM to all you uh, DMs. <laughs> I, 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 miss, I, I love seeing all of the GMs in the chat. And I, I know, right? That this morning. They actually posted the AM show in the nest at the uh, the 44-hour lemon space. So, Oh, nice. If you guys know, the place where you pin tweets at the top is called the nest. I did not know that. Uh, Twitter spaces. In lemon spaces, it's called the zest. So we'll say, you know, go pin something to the zest. But they just put the, the AM show up in the zest. So we probably have a few new... Listeners, I didn't know if they wanted me to keep simulcasting it. I figured they wanted to talk uh, and and not listen, but I'll happily simulcast the show if they want. <laughs> you guys uh, in the chat, if that's what Driz wants, I just turned the volume down and uh, decided no, our show. But it's all good. Let's get through what we've got going. <laughs> You're on like, no, 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 no. Well, you know what? Honestly, like I do, um, I have some stuff that I want to get done today and uh, spend some time with the family here on family day. So I, you know, even just keeping the show a little already, bit shorter I, would be. I signed us up for a 43 hour AM show. Oh, we, that yeah. was today. Fuck, yeah, I got my scheduling started. wrong. Yeah, we're on hour one now. Oh my god, dude, I, I can't stay up past ten o'clock at night. I don't know how <laughs> people do this stuff and function. Um, let's talk about crypto. Uh, Bitcoin uh, kind of smashed below that forty thousand dollar mark, sitting at thirty eight seven right now. Um, ETH bounced back up in the uh, the brief period that we've been prepping for the show to twenty seven hundred. Um, broke that you know that mythical twenty eight hundred dollar mark that we've been talking about as something that we need to hold before things get ugly. Uh, it did go down to 2,600. It's saying uh, uh, 2,700 right now, but who knows for how long. This is uh, definitely a different territory to be in. There's lots of concern about the global market going on, a lot of fear, um, and uh, and you know we are just kind of working through that right now. Uh, you mentioned maybe recharting a little bit if we kind of broke that $2,800 mark um, hard. What, what, uh, what did you end up coming up with? So this weekend was interesting because we were hanging around 2750. We had slightly breached that 2800 level. I would call what a superficial breach, superficial wounds, nothing too crazy at that point. And then all of a sudden we went into war talk as Ukraine and Russia heated up again um, U.S. troops were rumored to be positioned on certain borders, et cetera, et cetera, all that good stuff. So market starts to tank. We also had the OS hack and the ETH Denver conference. And for better or for worse, there is the trope that most tokens crash during their conference. A crash is a bad word, but most yeah. Bitcoin and Ethereum like to pull back anytime they have these conferences. You had these three forces playing into it. We pulled back to 26 and it lo- everyone was scared. All of a sudden we started to fall on this Ukraine stuff. And then quickly we snapped back on, well, 
Ukraine and the United States had a talk. It seems to have gone well. People are backing down. We rallied all the way up to 2750. Then I come in this morning. We're back at 2600. I was like, uh oh, what are the rumors now? Talks didn't go well. And when R2 brought up crypto, I chuckled because I looked and we're back at 2700 right now. So it seemed my gut is telling me that that I I really think the worst is over. I I feel like a rally is setting up and any of these superficial breaches we're seeing right now below just feels like everything's about to rally. I actually think Ethereum and NFTs are going to rally together for a very brief period. I mean, it could be maybe a week, maybe a week and a half where we actually see both rally at the same time. Um, at that point, we both have overarching seasonality catching up to us, plus the liquidity suck that's likely to happen this week, along with who knows what type of fatigue. And then I don't know when we're getting ape token, but that could also be a situation where sell the news uh, occurs. So we'll see. We're- yeah, I always wonder if people look to these like ETH Denver type conferences as like something huge is going to come out of it rather than it's just like a networking space and, um, you know, uh, getting everybody in the same room, especially with COVID making that difficult over uh, the last two years. Um, And maybe there was like a little bit of a a superficial anticipation of something big coming out of there. And that's just typically not the case. And, um, you know, it might've just been that, that kind of idea that, uh, you know, there, there was always a predestined kind of drop built into that, but I don't really know. So, um, yeah, you mentioned NFTs uh, and Ethereum kind of potentially going on a run here. Um, I, I think that this is going to be a big week for us. And actually, if you look at some of the floors on NFTs, despite the OpenSea hack, which we're about to talk about, uh, things have things have been doing pretty well. There's been a bunch of projects that have really caught fire and, and gone to some some really high highs. Um, I've got the MFers queued up again. Um, again, there's no reason for it. It's just the MFers. Uh, NFT worlds is still going absolutely ballistic and three landers minted. Uh, and that is sitting at almost a two ETH floor, right? So it's not like all is lost and gas has been honestly phenomenal during this time. I've seen gas at like 29 the other day or something. You said MFers, you said MFers, right? Don't, don't even get me said. I am about to DM you a link. Okay. We talk about, I could go into my same spiel because I got to say, all weekend, and you know, I've talked about this a lot, R2. I, I could bang the table on something for I don't know how long, but the moment it rallies to six ETH, you know, and no one will buy it, but then the moment it rallies to six ETH, everyone wants to ask me, should I buy motherfuckers? No, stop asking me that question. And I've talked many times about my reasoning. People want to know what I see in a project like this. I've talked about his, how iconic Sartopia <laughs> is. This meme does not, this is, this is the greatest comment to, there's nothing else. Easy to- Tiger. We got the MFers coming up. I, I, I should no, have said it. I'm sorry. Up. Put the meme up. Put the meme up. That I said. <laughs> oh, the meme that you DM me. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what it's- talking about. Not MFers. Put this meme up. Look at this. Sartoshi doesn't miss. <laughs> 11.30 p.m. It appears that there could be an exploit. We suggest you don't do anything with NFTs. 11.58 p.m. It appears to be contained. 11.59 p.m. <laughs> I'm going to play crap. I just want to go to Vegas now. Thanks so much for doing okay. this. Okay, so this hack. This hack is happening live. Now, mind you, as I told you at the beginning of the show, and as some of you may have heard in the pre-show, we have been doing a 44-hour 
lemon squeeze as of 10 of 4 a.m. as it just as we just glide over 10 a.m. This attack happened live while we were on this this spaces. As Sartoshi explains, after about an hour and everyone realizes it's not some mass hack that's going to drain everybody's wallet on OpenSea and all that type of stuff, floors started to ramp. Like I was looking across and everything started to move 10, 20%. I'm sure this was also a factor of people delisting, but it didn't matter because people saw those prices going up and they started to chase. And we could see in MFers, which we'll talk about later in the show. But boy, NFTs cooked this weekend after that hack. And I think Sartoshi really encapsulated well. Let's talk this fishing attack. Yeah, R2 was on the front lines. I would love to defer to him for a while here. Yeah, no, I mean, it was pretty, pretty crazy. It was Saturday night. Um, I was kind of winding down my afternoon, evening getting ready to, you know, have some dinner and watch a movie with the wife and whatnot. And uh, all of a sudden I saw some panic going on in the D-Gen dojo. And lo and behold, there was uh, reports of NF- uh, wallets getting drained of NFTs. Um, not the first time we've seen something like this, but uh, there was some implications that it had to do with X2Y2, which was, you know, the big airdrop that had just happened. Everybody connected their wallets, got their token. There was some delays. There were some issues with it. Now, all of a sudden, um, only a couple days later, NFTs are going missing out of people's wallets. Well, the obvious point, uh, the obvious uh, direction was to go to X2Y2. That wasn't the case in the end, but then it started pointing towards OpenSea. Well, OpenSea is going through a contract migration um, where, you know, they're switching things up in terms of how the sales and listings are are going down and whatnot, and everything is going to be um, on this new contract that they've written. Well, that seemed to be the next obvious move. And there was just this mad dash, uh, revoke.cash, which is probably the best site to go and uh, revoke access to, you know, um, wallets being able to, tra- uh, giving the ability to transfer things in and out of a wallet because you do have to sign a signature for each unique token. Um, that went down almost immediately. Etherscan has its own version of this, and that was getting absolutely hammered too. Um, Huge, huge, huge shout shout out to uh, Alpha Mint member um, Vincenzo for uh, jumping in and helping us. He's been super busy in his, uh, you know, in real life and and work and all of that stuff. So um, he's not around as much as he used to be, but uh, he jumped into Alpha Mint and I'm sure he was in some other places and was kind of leading the charge as to what to do. The hack um, seems to be targeting high value NFTs. It wasn't just like a mass drain that if you had signed this contract or whatever, that everything was, you know, getting taken out. They were definitely targeting bored apes, as we saw with Nate Rivers. Uh, they were doing some weird shit, like actually giving back NFTs that they didn't want. Like um, Nate Rivers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the ultimate. I mean, people were actually really salty that they took the NFTs and then sent them back back to them like what my 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 uh my my nfts aren't good enough for you there was also a hilarious discussion about like if this hacker isn't taking your nfts it's not a blue chip so interesting take on that discussion that we were just having on friday but it was just pure 
pandemonium. And I, I want to give a shout out to all of the people in Alpha Mint um, for working together. You know, we kind of hit the brakes on some of the fun, the uh, the memes and the the JPEGs in there and really just got down and dirty and, and figured out how to kind of protect each other, worked through it in the voice chat. Uh, special shout out to Agmar and DRK who were in there like kind of helping out as well. Like it was just, it was, it was really good to see. And one of the reasons why, you know, we always love Alpha Mint and I'm sure there were lots of other other alpha communities out there doing the same things for their members but it was absolute chaos it now looks like it was a phishing attack um this seems to be the most obvious um point because it was not on the mass scale that we thought it would be uh doing some digging it looked like the helper contract that the hacker was using to execute this had been deployed like 28 days prior, uh, which was before X2, and it was before OpenSea started doing their contract migration. And it kind of seems like uh, this phishing attack had gone down for quite some time. And, you know, the hackers laid dormant and just kind of waited till something like ETH Denver on a Saturday night um, in the middle of winter kind of went down where people were by virtue away from their computers and had a hard time react. Uh, we heard reports out of ETH Denver that people were getting up from dinner and like rushing to Uber back to their hotel rooms to try and uh, get a handle on this. And I mean, hey, when you have, you know, hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars on the line, uh, you got to do what you got to do. It seems like um, this hacker has accumulated about $1.7 million in ETH. And uh, and here we are now. OpenSea has come out and said that they are trying to work with the victims of the hack to figure out, you know, what or to sorry, to pinpoint the source of what is going on. Um, but I think that they are still working through that right now. We also don't know. It seems like there might have been multiple different hacks that were executed on the um, during the same time. Maybe you know hackers started to compete with the, each other, realizing that there was a limited window to do this. Um, but as you said, for the time being, people seem to have restored their confidence in OpenSea and um, you know been willing to touch their MetaMask wallets once again to participate in the NFTs. It was really just a wild turn of events and uh, and just pure pandemonium for about two hours, and you know. It just uh, it made me, you know, definitely feel good about just like, you know, t just shutting it down for a day. Let it, you know, let the dust settle and, and see where we're at now. So um, you were on Lemon Spaces during this. Like what what was the what was the vibe there? What were people saying? People were a little confused. You know, this is why the value in the DGen Dojo is there. I mean, you had so many members just crowing about. The atmosphere, how it, you know, calmed the panic and all that. It wasn't as easy on the lemon spaces. We didn't have the type of forum to dis to disseminate information as easily. We didn't um, have the experts like Vincenzo who could help out very quickly. Uh, at the same time, I was able to instruct everyone how to disconnect their wallet uh, through MetaMask and then. That you know, a few people helped us out with either DBank or revoke.cash and uh, got people to revoke all their permissions. And people were a little scared. We obviously didn't know what was going on. But again, as Sartoshi's meme basically encapsulated, by the time people realized it wasn't a mass hack that was going to uh, drain everybody's wallet, people were feeling bullish. It almost felt like 
The week had been more bearish and more bearish as things went on between the scams and the projects with the self goals blowing up in front of our faces. Just a weird, weird energy around NFTs. And you felt like maybe something like this could break everything. Well, it almost did the opposite. It was the capitulation. It washed out everything where we were like, well, could it even get worse than this? We all we're all done. We're all going to, you know, they're stealing every NFT there is. They're not going to be able to sell it to anyone because they have all of them. It's going to wreck the whole market. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, it's all like blah, blah, blah. It was the worst thing that could happen. And then it didn't. And we were. It definitely had the makings of that, like, turning point moment, though, right? Like, if it was a mass hack and that's, you know, what ended up coming out of this, like, the the damage that it would do to um, NFTs was, would probably be substantial and I think would have sent us into a tailspin of, uh, um, you know, a depressed bear market, like a real, real bear market. If someone could compromise OpenSea and, steal enough nfts and screw up the supply demand balance and just ruin what people understand as security and perceived value and while that's probably a pipe dream like that's probably our brains getting way too you know uh just making up things that really aren't hot not possible but probably aren't going to happen it felt like that when you're in the middle of things your brain goes into fight or flight mode and it starts to just present these extremes to you and yeah it was very like wow could this be it and then when it wasn't it just felt like it cleared the decks it was like wow everything's behind us the scams are dead they're all out of the way we have the biggest week in nfts coming up we just survived this huge hack eth denver is over we all got a bunch of ether sitting there in our wallets let's buy some fucking nfts and that was best displayed with mfers which really i don't like to use the term blue chip a lot and i still won't say it about mfers but boy is this what was being said all over to it is now a flex to have that stick figure in your PFP. These things ramped all the way up to 6.5 ETH before cooling back a little bit today. And yeah, it fe- just like I always say in markets, it, the event you think could be the worst possible thing may be the best. It's darkest before the dawn. It cleared everything out. Now we have a great week ahead of us. It feels good, right? It, it, it almost feels like there's that sense of camaraderie once you you know get together with everyone in that voice chat or the, the group text or whatever. You figure it out and you have that at the end, that sense of relief. And now, you know it's kind of like this rallying cry of like, we, we survived the, uh, the great NFT hack of, uh, February 19th. Yep. Um, you know, it, and it's good. I mean, it was just, it was so weird to watch everything go down on Twitter. Like Nate rivers was out there being like, I didn't, you know, I don't touch my emails. Yeah. I don't, you know, um, I'd never migrated any contracts on open to see yet. And, you know, he lost his board ape due to it and still trying to figure that out. So if it's true, I mean, there's, it's going to be hard to figure out where this phishing actually um, originated from. But like, I mean, again, in a hilarious turn of events, the hacker took his board ape, sold it and then sent him back 50 ETH. 
sure, not the fair value of the board <laughs> ape, but like, what what is going on? Like 50 ETH, he just sent it back. Like it was like 10 minutes later, he's like, hacker just sent me 50 ETH. Which floor should I sweep? And then people were just back in there being like, have you seen this project? Oh, like nothing it's happened. amazing. It's amazing how people, <laughs> it's like, oh, wait, did you say show me? Oh, I could yeah. show you. <laughs> <laughs> no context, no whatever. It could be the middle yeah, it was of just fucking mother's funeral. Like, oh, does shill me? Yeah, yeah. All right, sure. Did he say shill me? Well, the rules. yeah. Well, just, okay, just wild <laughs> stuff. You go. know, and, and in the middle of this, once um, once it looked like it was OpenSea and or X2Y2 that were the source of it. Uh, I mean, look at this looks chart. You want to find exactly when the uh, the hack was going down. <laughs> All you got to do is look at the, the looks historical chart and it will give you the exact time right there. And uh, and yeah, so I mean, this thing just shot up from, you know, it's near all time lows of $1.50 shot back up uh, very, very briefly at about 220 um it's since cooled off uh, since then Where but you know again a lot of eyes on it once again. brain real quick with uh with that one i uh I, yeah on the show know. said you were selling your x2y2 and flipping it into looks live on the air baby i was like Oop, here we go right so i do that live on the air it was like a buck 60 when i did that rallies to like a buck 79 or something i'm like all right all right and then Everyone on Twitter just starts talking about how much they love X2Y2, you know, fuck looks like it's completely irrelevant. Like, oh, X2Y2 is actually a nice UI. Like, that's a, it was like, oh, we've all gotten in a room and decided to support this Ponzi now. And I was like, great, great. This is uh, what the hell. And then look starts to careen back towards where I buy it. And then, woo, look at me. Fucking genius on Wall Street. The, the this this hack goes down. It supposedly could be X two Y two, and looks pops right above two dollars. I'm feeling all grand. I'm like, this is nice. We're gonna get a little hundred percenter here, and then of course, uh, the voices of reason come out. We realize that is not it. Looks is again left for dead. Uh, round trip ticket, ding, and there we are. Back to back to where I bought. Let's hope. Let's hope it puts in a nice firm bottom here and and maybe finds a reason to to go back to six dollars. Yeah, and hey, look, we were just talking about OpenSea signing that uh, that partnership with MetaLink to improve their customer service experience. I wonder if MetaLink is now working overtime. <laughs> just like, what did they get themselves into right now? But uh, but yeah, it doesn't doesn't appear to be OpenSea's fault. Uh, it doesn't appear to be Look's fault, and it doesn't appear to be X two Y 2s fault. So um, definitely highlights the uh, the greater point of just be careful about what you're clicking out there. Um, I mean. You know, we all have this preconceived notion that if you click something, there's going to be some immediate result of your uh, your wallet getting drained. Um, but this looks like it sat uh, sat there for quite some time before pulling the trigger on it. So, um, you know, as a good practice, maybe go into revoke.cash and, uh, you know, de- uh, um, revoke the permissions for some of your higher priced um, NFTs that you're not actively trading or moving in and out of just so there's that extra 
extra layer of security there. Uh, also highlights the importance of not only having a hardware wallet, but having a hardware wallet that has never interacted with anything other than your main wallet. Uh, you know, hardware wallets are not perfect. If you sign a malicious um, contract or something, it, you know, it can get in there too. It's not, it does not mean you're immune from, uh, from losing your crypto or your NFTs. Um, but and, yeah. No, I was just going to say, and that's the thing, right? It's not, I don't, I'm not going to say that what Nate did was dangerous, but anytime you see cases like this where there's no way it couldn't have been fishing, you'll see people like Nate who we all go like, there's no way this guy fell for fishing and that come out and say, I don't click emails. There's no way it's fishing, blah, blah, blah. You know, I, it's just, I think that it's very hard to remember every damn click you make and you know, these guys are tricky. You don't know where they're slipping things. I mean, I got who knows how we're going to find out when and how this happened. But it's it just shows like I, I do think that that is a very, very the that we talk about hardware wallets. We talk about Max. We talk about don't you your meat wallet, which is you is your last line of defense. You still have to click that link. And then even after you click that link. You got to sign that contract You're, before every single hack. The last thing that happened is you sign that contract. Now, what was sneaky about this is they signed that contract a while ago. And this, you know, so it's not like it wasn't like instant, like, oh, I did this thing and I fucked up. Right. Yeah. So that's the that's why maybe Nate has no clue what's going. Who knows when he clicked that? This Who remembers? Like, I don't, you know, you can't remember that. So it's, it's sad, but it just shows, you know, you are your last line of defense. You like, if, if there's any, any fucking doubt in your mind that that signature, like any, I've done it before on signatures that are probably legit all the time. I just reject it. I go back to start and I just say, I don't know. Something felt weird. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's not it. I just want to make sure this is the signature coming from the thing that I clicked. I do it all. So here's my biggest frustration point with all of this in terms of OpenSea. And I don't want to just loop back on OpenSea and start shitting on them because I don't think that it was actually their fault. Um, but like, I'm just pulling this, like this was the thing at the top of the banner here um, while it was going down. Just, you know, we're also, I got to say OpenSea was very late to the party too. It was like five hours after it went down that OpenSea actually responded um, and, and put something out, which makes me think of like who was doing what and where, like, do they not have people like actively monitoring stuff 24 hours a day? They're a $13 billion company. You would think that they probably have crews around the clock, you know, looking into stuff or, or addressing something right um, at the top banner. On OpenSea, they put, we're continuing to investigate rumors of a phishing attack or originating originating outside of OpenSea. Do not click links outside of OpenSea.io. The biggest problem I have with this statement is that they send so many goddamn emails with links in them. Migrate yep. your contract. This is a WETH offer. Come check it out. Click on this. Click on that. Like, stop doing that. I thought about don't, it. You don't, don't, don't go up and say this shit when all you do is send out emails to me on a, like I get dozens a day from Weth offers that all have links in them. Their thing should say you've got a Weth offer. Log into OpenSea.io and check it yourself. Right? It should just be a notification. Not click this link and go do right you think there. It would materially hurt their volume if, if they 
they if if they ceased all like let's say the only emails you could get were just like pictures of your offer like you couldn't click on anything it's just an alert essentially from OpenSea yeah that says you got do you think it dramatically hurts their volume not in the slightest well because what you know I, what's the calculus for that like net because I the, I'm glad you said that because over the weekend I thought to myself why don't they just cease email link you know e- uh, emails with links. And as you know, if you're a business, you're at, you're in that board meeting. Can you come up with like, what are the main reasons you, you wouldn't stop doing that? I don't know because they should be able to go up there and say, look, we'll never send you a link. Much like people are like, we'll never DM you first. Yeah. Or we'll never ask for your password. Like, you know, it should be a staple to be like, we will never send you a link. You know where our website is. You know how to get into your own right. MetaMask account. Right. You know how to get into your account. Here's a Weth offer. Go check it out yourself, right? Yep. Like that should be a pillar of their security statement. But when you're getting dozens of emails a day, I'm sure there are people, if, and especially if you don't put it under that threshold or if you don't set a threshold on it, are getting hundreds of emails a day with links in them. You think it's not difficult for a, a hacker to slip one email in there where you're just not paying attention? Like I just, you know, by default don't check them anymore and that's fine. But there's definitely people that do. And, you know, every once in a while you'll see a a fat finger weth offer where, you know, um maybe a decimal point was was mixed up and you know your your immediate reaction is i need to do this as fast as possible click link click link click link you know you know remove that friction it just it shouldn't exist in their repertoire to be sending out links anywhere yeah uh, that i mean uh, that's what i'm thinking i'm i'm wondering if they had had the conversation before you know because that's something we've talked about for months all the time the, these OpenSea phishing scams showed up months ago, the ones in, in the emails. So I'm wondering if they had the conversation and I'm wondering what the pros and cons were in their eyes. It would be super, super interesting. Um, super interesting. I would love to know because yeah, I, know. I would hope yeah. there's a damn good reason I, I, other than like just, you know, generic corporate like, oh, let's well, remove friction. No, I mean, no. you know, we benefit from OpenSea volume. It's not just them that benefits from. So I'm oh, 100%. If they had legitimate data that would show that if they stopped sending out those email links, it would kill OpenSea volume by fit. Because you know, I don't know what normies do. I don't know how they interact with their OpenSea. I know I'm manic, always have it open in a tab, clicking refresh. You know, I. You mean there aren't people out there that <laughs> sit in front of their computer and stare at OpenSea um, all you know, the time? You know, like, what is? Given how <laughs> obscure and degenerate this whole thing is right now, maybe most people are like us. Like, it's probably a larger percentage than it would be if Coinbase was function. You know what I mean? Like, this is. Uh, you're more sophisticated than most if you're even using open. You know, we talk about newbies. If you've ever even fucking linked your wallet to OpenSea, you're ahead of like <laughs> 99% of Norbies out there. So I don't know. I'd be curious to hear their reasoning. It's super dangerous. Don't ever click links regardless of what OpenSea um, does here. Yeah, just yeah. bookmark that. Make sure you're uh, every time you're on OpenSea, OpenSea.io. Like you just make sure or whatever, whatever page you are on. Don't trust somebody's link to get you there. Yeah, Luke, the, the I, I kind of agree with you that this is what yeah. I think our two and I are, are getting at. 
here. Yeah, yeah Luce just said, you know, just just sh- tell people how much the WETH offer is. If it's high enough, they'll log in a hundred percent. I think I don't think it would hurt it that much. I'd, it'd, be, it'd be interesting. Yeah, I, I completely agree. So, you know, this is uh, this is going to be um, uh, interesting to watch where it actually goes down. I do think that there's some hesitancy right now for people that hold larger collections, maybe not wanting to to move them around or, you know, allow them to be traded. So I wonder if maybe, maybe, maybe the one knock on effect of this happening is we see some of like our, our high value NFT floors start to drop a little bit. You know what I mean? Like maybe people right now are just like, I'm just not going to list my board ape. I'm not going to give access. You can see them go up. You think so? Why? Actually, great, really interesting conversation. Why? Because I personally just think that in in that realm, once we've known that the hacker isn't going after your, uh, you know, your little lemon friends, you know, not to say that they're not beautiful or valuable. um, That's just not what they were targeting. I mean, they sent back a board ape kennel club. Those things are worth like 10 ETH. And they were like, yeah, no, not worth my time. Like this was a quick in and out smash and grab kind of job. Um, I would just think that people that have those, you know, 40, 50, um, you know, ETH or more NFTs are maybe just going to sit on the sidelines, um, particularly the ones that have like 40 or 50 ETH uh, WETH offers on them all the time, you know? Yeah. Because that's where it gets very easy to transfer it out and hit the the WETH offer. Yeah. So, but why do you think it would go up? Like what's, what's your, uh, your, your reverse hypothesis on that? That people delist their NFTs for safety. Delist. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, that's a good point, too. It's a good point, too. Um, so the, yeah, I mean the fascinating stuff. Uh, shout out again to uh, to all the peeps in Alpha Mint for uh, for banding together and just uh, getting each other's backs in real time. It's a you love to see it, and you know we we like to joke around, needle, and and have fun with each other, make fun of each other from time to time. But when you know the going gets tough, uh, you guys are fucking killing it so we appreciate that so so much um i think we could probably safely move on from this topic i'm sure there will be more news to come out of it in the future um really quickly thought this was interesting more so because i don't think it's going to happen a dow is trying to buy the nfl's denver broncos for four billion dollars which is i guess the uh fair market value for the denver broncos um this guy sean o'brien I'm not sure who that is or why, you know, people decided that he is going to be the leader to raise $4 billion through a Dow to buy the Broncos. But um, I just, this to me is not like a Dow proposition that actually works. This to me seems like more like a marketing or I don't know. Right. Like we we've talked about this in the past. We've uh, we've kind of hypothesized what, makes a DAO work and what doesn't. I could see a DAO working in like nine companies or nine high net worth individuals coming together and forming a DAO to pool their funds to do so. And then just having voting rights distributed between those nine holders of it. This, I think, is just... um, I I think that this is just a a marketing ploy or something. They have some plans to, if they can't raise the $4 billion that, you know, they're trying to raise at least 1 billion so that they can use it to leverage partnerships with other people that want to get in and buy it in the, you know, the traditional finance world. Um, at the end of the day though, when people are trying to buy sports franchises, it has to be approved by the other owners as well. And uh, I don't 
see something like this ever actually going through, which is why I'm just, I'd be surprised if you see a lot of people actually donating to this cause. I'm like, who is donating to, to this Dow to buy the Denver Broncos and what are you expecting to get out of it in return? Yeah. I, I think when I talk about why I don't believe in most DAOs, it's because I think the central thing we're all realizing now, whether this is an Olympus DAO, Ohm token, whether this is an NFT project or whether this is the DAOs that form for niche reasons like buying a sports franchise, they're all about community. And I know that sounds stupid and cheesy and re- and like, all we say, it's like the only thing we say, blah, 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 blah. But in order for a DAO to be successful, I think people have to have a very, very acute goal that they all agree on. Not, not where we necessarily know how we're going to get there, because that's why you need the DAO votes. And that's why, you know, you have the structure that you're going to have, but that they're very, very, there's very that it gets complete agreement on the goal at hand, right? Now, why do they want to buy this? Now, may look, maybe there are enough people who can contribute money who feel passionate enough about this that it would work from the Dow end. Now, as R2 says, we I don't think the other owners would accept this deal and actually allow it to happen, but I don't even know if the Dow on that end could get that type of money and support for something like this, or would it work as a Dow structure? It seems very complicated to run the Broncos through a Dow unless the Dow votes to give complete control to Serbia. I don't know. We will see. I think there's a lot of hurdles here, but I love when we see these things. Like this is just like the Constitution Dow. And also, the successful DAOs, whether it's Party DAO or whether it's Flamingo DAO or whether it's Nouns DAO, they really excite me because the ones that are actually successful in doing it right, I think, are models that are breaking the mold. Um, so I love to see stories like this, but there are a lot of hurdles and we'll see if they can execute on what they want to do. Yeah, this article does mention the Constitution Dow. And I was just like thinking, um, you know, <laughs> I could just imagine this uh this this Dow raising four billion dollars. And then um Ken Griffin uh of the uh Citadel CEO fame coming in and buying the Denver Broncos for four billion and one dollars right out from underneath them. Right. Um, I mean that you know, <laughs> I think that's a very good point, is that and and, and the the next like the next DAO that attempts to do something like this better not tell anyone how much money they've raised. And the thing is, that's why you need ZK rollups, right? Because this is another great example of what we just talked about, where there are certain things that need to be private, like how much a DAO has in its wallet to bid, because any wealthy person can just go, okay, one dollar more, one dollar more, until they know the DAO has reached its limit. Yeah, and. Yeah, you lose any kind of leverage you have. Right, right. you have no leverage in a negotiation when everybody can see exactly how much money you have. So, yeah, 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 actually, you see that every once in a while in um, um, bidding wars on like OpenSea or something like that. Like, you can see how much money they have in their wallet, and you can kind of just keep pressing them until they, uh, they, hmm? anytime I want to buy something, 
like a special NFT that I really want, I go look at the person's wallet who it's in. I go check out the history on their listings. I do detective. I'm trying to get into this person's head and figure out how I can get them to accept the offer I want to make for that NFT. We all do it. And I mean, of course, this is the blockchain. It's immutable. I can figure out a lot about you based on your wallet, what you've bought, who you hang out with, what spaces you hang out in. I could tell a lot by what you own in your wallet. We have some uh, we have some raiders into our uh, our, our stream here uh, from Kakodi. I think they wanted to. Uh... I know. I um I was just actually going to say Kakodi is dropping in right now. I sent them a link, so they're going to be here any minute. No, they're in there right now. We just got. Oh, they're in here right now. Just cool. toggle them on. Yeah. Want to do? You want to bring them on right now? I think uh, this is Bomo, who we've met, and uh, and Godfrey. I believe. Godfrey is the was the translator we had the one time that we had them on the the show. Bomo, how are you? Hey, hello, so fine, fine, man. Good, good. Congratulations on the uh, the drop and the reveal of Kakodi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you very much for letting us in again one more time. We are very happy. Thank you for saying nice kind words of congratulations, and we're happy to be back with you. Yeah, amazing. We're happy to have you back up here. Um, just for, for some context for the listeners that don't know, Kakodi was a project um, that we were kind of working with during their launch process. Um, they have a game kind of on the horizon. The reveal of their project just happened late last week, and they had a very successful mint out earlier in the month. Um Free market and I have you know had great things to say about it. The uh, the art looks really really good, and I think that you guys have something special you are sharing today. Бома, ну нас похвалили, вас похвалили за проект. Может быть что-то есть особенное, что бы вы хотели добавить сегодня и рассказать об этом слушателям. Особенное у нас в скором времени я мы покажем новый родмап, где покажем в частности, что мы будем делать в дальнейшем постепенно, потому что мы решили ускориться с нарисованием масок. Мы наймем дополнительных артистов под руководством Мельба Марат, чтобы маски вышли быстрее, чем мы планируем. Также у нас выходит обновление по игре, также будет у нас конкурс в игре, это будет спидран, это на скорость люди должны будут собрать 42 монетки, и за это получат щедрый приз что мы в скором времени объявим. Пока две вещи. Okay, so yes, we do have some news. Uh, Bomo will announce uh, the uh, new roadmap. We decided to speed up the events. We uh, gonna, we're in the process of hiring uh, more artists that will be working under Melba Marat, and she's doing great great job with art. Uh, then we're gonna have um, a renew update on the game, and also we're gonna have a speed run which people will have to, in a very short time, collect 42 coins, and they will get a very handsome prize. Oh, wow. And uh, what is the timeline we're looking at for this uh, this game and this speedrun competition that you're having? Тогда на какой временной период мы смотрим, когда все это случится? Четверг. Okay, it's going to happen on Thursday. Мы релизим. 
Thursday, this week, you're having a competition um, with the, the game is going to be playable to do so. А, то есть это будет э, вот это вот соревнование, и в игре это можно будет играть, правильно? Вот будут такие функции у игры. Нет, нет, смотрите, это факти фактически мы будем э, давать нашему сообществу рабочую версию по истечении каждой недели. То есть мы там достигли э, определенных э, высот в разработке игры и показываем э, это нашим подписчикам. Мы прямо даем поиграть. Это в этот четверг будет такой же офлайн уровень. Просто мы э, пофиксим некоторые баги э, и добавим э, игровой потенциал. То есть э, уже у игрока появится задача собрать все 42, э, 42 монеты с вознаграждением за это, а не просто так. Uh, well, actually, it's not a full game, okay? It would be an every um, every time we create a stage of the game, we're going to release it. And now, uh, this time, the people won't be able to just look around. They'll be able to play and to have some competition. And so as soon as we release certain part of the games, our followers will be able to play that part of the game. That's really exciting. I Oh, yeah. sorry, FMC, go ahead. No, no, no. I, that's really amazing. I'm looking forward to this. I actually have a few of these characters. I assume I'm only going to be able to use one at a time. Does rarity play into the utility of my character right now? I'm, you know, I know the game isn't quite developed yet, but I will want to brag. I pulled a number 41 Kakodi as far as rarity goes. I'm wondering if my guy has any advantages in this competition that's coming up, maybe not in the whole game. Такой вопрос тогда у второго спикера. Насколько редкость вот этого героя будет влиять на игру? Вот сейчас у него в utility есть 41, номер 41. Говорит, что мой парень может делать на данный момент в той части игры, которую вы выпускаете в четверг? В четверг мы выпускаем... Смотрите, у каждого кокоди Uh, как вы заметили, естественно, помимо того, что у него есть Трайп, uh, это племя, к которому он относится, один из четырех племени, uh, соответственно, у, не у каждого Кокоди есть оружие за, за спиной, uh, есть uh, странные шапки, главные уборы. Это все не просто так, это элементы игры, это способности вашего Кокоди, которые будут в дальнейшем доступны в игре. Но на данный момент uh, это все будет доступно ближе к концу года, когда мы будем уже тестировать бету-версию, uh, это будет где-то осенью, uh, вот тогда вы сможете уже увидеть uh, на деле свои способности. Это так. Okay, so uh, as you understand, we have four tribes in the game, right? So your guy would belong to a certain tribe, and that tribe has uh, certain features, as also, if you notice, the um, uh, characters, they have certain weapons, they have hoods, they have hats, some of them don't have weapons, but the full spectrum of all the instruments and weapons and everything will be towards the end of the year when the full game would be released. Right now, it's just, uh, you know, it's just to play, to touch, to see, to get in. 
Yeah, that is uh, that's awesome. I love to see when these projects continue to um, develop and and you know have um, a, a good starting point before even starting the mint process, right? Because you know we saw some some game demos just even while the minting was going on, and there was obviously a product that uh, that was underlying already um, before even getting to that point. So you know, I hope that uh, you know after the successful launch, you got some funds in the bank. Now you can you know pay pay some people to give you a hand and really kind of uh, accelerate the the you know the creation of of your dream really то есть мы ждем когда все это произойдет и вот спикер говорит о том что ждем когда ваша мечта примет форму полную форму чтобы вы могли полностью насладиться вот этим рождением своей мечты да спасибо большое мы тоже с нетерпением это ждем также мы будем стримить в прямом эфире процесс разработки, как и 2D-масок. Также сейчас мы будем разрабатывать 3D-персонажи, которыми, которыми игрок управляет непосредственно в игре. Напоминаю, что это будет идентичный персонаж тому PFP, который он купил. То есть всего будет 5555 персонажей, которыми могут управлять люди. Больше игроков играть в игру не может. Mm -hmm. Uh, so there will be um, also there's a couple of uh, nuggets to give in the stream we're going to have on 2D masks. We're in the process of creating 2D masks. Also, we're going to have a 3D characters in the game. And as you understand, the purpose of the game is to have 5,555 characters. And the PFP character you have, you bought, that will be the same in the game. Amazing. So there's going to be the, uh, the, the 3D rendering version of your NFT that you minted. То есть yes, там будет... Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. Oh, I love that. That's so cool. What yeah, that's going to be great. I'm going to have to start training for the uh, the speed run there, but based on my, uh, my success with the Kaiju game, I don't know if I'm going to be able to keep up with some of the, uh, the NFT gamers we have. So we'll see. Freemarket, you got any other questions for uh, for Bomo? Um, no, great. I mean, I got my players. I'm ready to train. Uh, this is very cool. I guess the final thing, I just wanted a little more clarification. So the competition, when does it start? What do we do? And how many tokens did we win? I just want to get those clarifications before we end this because, um, you know, I, I got some work to do. And afterwards, it's going to be a training time for old FMC here. So I need my specifics. Значит, нас спрашивают, когда это будет, как это будет сделать правильно, то есть дадите ли вы все полностью, я так понимаю, инструкции на шаги, когда это нужно будет делать, и будет ли какая-то победа токенов или еще что-то в таком духе, как приз? А, приз, я на данный момент обсуждал его с командой, я настаиваю на денежном вознаграждении, поскольку у нас есть в родмапе пункты о денежных вознаграждениях холдером, я думаю, что, скорее всего, это будет в размере одного эфира денежного вознаграждения за самое быстрое, за самое быстрое собирание 42 монет. Либо это будет разбито на первые три места. В четверг, в четверг уже можно будет все это тестить. Мы все расскажем, как, какое управление, как в нее играть, какие условия для получения приза, сроки и так далее. Все расскажем в четверг. 
Uh, yes, uh, we, we believe, I just discussed it with my team, what would be the price. I believe it should be money. Uh, so I think because on the roadmap, we do have that the holders are supposed to get, you know, financial rewards. It, it probably would be one Ethereum. Either it would be only one price. I would divide it for three, like first, second, third place. Uh, that's in the discussion yet. But on Thursday, you uh, you will receive all the instructions on how to play, when, what are the controls, what are the conditions. It, it, will, it will be all spelled out. So you will know everything in detail. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Bomo uh, and and Godfrey, thank you so much for jumping in here, sharing that uh, with us and, you know, letting us know how your project's been going and, uh, um, you know, that there's been some some great developments there and you're still engaging and, and having fun with the community. That's really, really exciting. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much for letting us in. Yes. No. No. Thank you, Bomo. Appreciate thank you, it. Guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you. All right. Always love when, uh, you know, friends of Alphamint jump on the uh, the stream here and uh, share some updates. That's going to be fun. It sounds like there's going to be some uh, real incentive to, to jump in there and at least try your hand at it, too. Um, free market, I know you're a gigantic gamer, so you're going gonna to be watching you have this go down. I bet you I was better at rooftop rampage. You see, I'm not a big gamer, but once I get in there, you know, the only reason I couldn't hang with the Minecraft is I don't know. I don't even what know was what your high score on rooftop rampage. I don't know. I didn't get a chance to play. <laughs> now was just, I had to, you know, come on, come on, don't be out of pocket. Don't be out. Yeah, of pocket. You're just being. You're don't just be being modest. I know. I know. It's all good. Um, all right, let's uh, let's keep this show going. Um, Give me some input on Kaiju Mutants. What's going on there? This is something that's being minted. Um, they're sitting at a 1.3-ish floor. Oops, I went back to the uh, Vitalik picture there when I tried to refresh. Um, but they're looking pretty good, and uh, you know they continue to develop as well. Uh, it didn't end up rewarding any spots from the game, or they did, but also did some other mechanics. Do you, uh, do you have any insight on what went down? I don't have insight on what went down. But I'll tell you right now that these mutants, if you look at the art, it is some of my favorite art being released, period. Okay, that that just period goes without saying. Number two, what's very interesting to me is how these mutants are going to be incorporated into the larger kaiju ecosystem. Now, you are going to be able to create mutant DNA from these mutants. Now, I assume that's by combining our waste with them. I'm not sure exactly how yet, but once you get this mutant DNA, you get to combine it with a baby. That baby is burned and we get something else. Now, I will tell you this something else is redacted. It is something I am very excited for. It plays into the kaiju game that is, you know, I think what was uh, mind boggling to people was that this rooftop rampage, this was just, this was a pregame. This was, this was here, you know, play with this for fun for now, just so you could get what the larger get when you saw the graphics, the gameplay, the, the smoothness, the everything about rooftop rampage that got me so excited for the larger game. We're in the game right now. I think people are still dismissing kaijus, not understanding. We're playing the game right now. We're making babies. We just got these mutants. There's going to be combining. We're going to get our final set of, we're going to have, you know, baby, this is what people aren't getting. Babies are going to start to become rare. 
People are going to be burning them to create these redacted. People are sleeping on babies. They're sitting at 1.6 right now. It's mind-boggling. They're going. Cass is yelling it from the rooftops I'm right now that mutants will produce scale. Not even paying. Kaiju is so slept on, so head down, just working that pe- people are ridiculous here. Like Kaiju babies, they're about to start burning them. The babies themselves are going to be super rare. That's why I love picking up the plain ones off the floor. You know, you're going to keep your rares, your St. Nick hats, your neons, your ones with multiple rare traits, all that. Burn the commons, create these redacted. Oh, I'm so pumped. And man, I can't wait till this reveal. I'm going to have to DM Dots today and ask him exactly when that is. We will see. But like I said, if you haven't been in the Kaiju Discord and checked out the previews for these mutants, just just mind-boggling. I know R2 puts them on the screen there. Too good. Too good, I say. Yeah, they look fantastic. We got to get uh, we got to get Dots back on here. He has and, been... Like, if you guys knew, like, this game was just eight minutes, you know, eight weeks of constant head down work. Like, they had just, the reason he was able to come on the show, I think they had just finished it up. They were in this, like, very brief, quiet period right in between mutants, uh, finishing this game and mutants. They had the Coinbase announcement. I cannot wait to get Dots back on the show. I just know it is mayhem over there right now, getting everything ready. And kudos to that team execution baby ether orcs and kaiju kings i don't know teams uh that execute like this i know teams that talk i know teams that promise execute mm. they just mm. continue to do um well here's a team that we can see if they're uh they're gonna execute right now three landers minted out on the weekend and are sitting at a pretty incredible nearly two east floor um uh, pulled back a little bit to 1.55 but uh you know i i think that this is um a good looking project the art style is very clean i think that these are going to make brilliant profile picture um you know they're going to be brilliant profile pictures especially if the uh diversity of them looks as good as uh i think they can um but congratulations to anybody that minted one of those that is uh, an incredible run up there pre-reveal they are supposed to reveal, I believe, tomorrow is the day, February 22nd, if I recall correctly. Um, and I, I think um, I'll double check in the Discord, actually. I think it was supposed to be a random like stealth reveal. Um, what's your take on these? Neither of us were able to mint one of these, but uh, I know some people in the DGen Dojo got their hands on them. And they were actually sitting at a pretty uh, pretty you know, tangible secondary price of 0. 0.4, 0. 0.6. I didn't pick any of them up myself there either. I did not think that they were going to get this high. I thought one ETH would be um, the top of their upside pre-reveal, but here we are. Yeah, well, I'm actually really impressed with three landers. In fact, I want to shout out the morning squeeze because Driz is actually rocking his pre-reveal three landers right now. What a cook. Over the weekend, this was a Thai artist, okay, very well known overseas. I mean, the art just pops. You can tell that this, you can just, you know, you look at certain stuff, it has the X factor. Well, these got off to, I guess you could call a slow start at point four. Uh, Driz was just all low. Anyone that came into the lemon space, Driz was like, you got to buy these at point six. You got to buy these at point seven. Buy them at point eight. And we are cooking, sitting at 1.55 right now. Uh, really excited to see these reveals. So many people are excited about them. 
And uh, yeah, big shout out to Driz there. So what do you think, Artu? Yeah, I think that I think that this is going to be a pretty good project. And if it's a team that continues to develop their community and, you know, just hold strong in that regard, um, yeah. you know, and look, they're already starting at an almost 50, uh, 50 percent owners to items threshold. And we all know that once you kind of get to that, maybe 5,500, 5,600 um, and the average person, especially because, you know, there are going to be people that have 10 or 20 or probably a hundred of these when they, you know, the whales right. start to load up. Um, you know, we constantly talk about that choice, the choice that is very difficult. If you have, you even said it to me when we were talking about cool mids, when you have two, you really only have one. And then you really only have none, right? Because you're forced to make that decision. How long do I want to hold these for? Um, and once you sell that second one, now you're left with the last one. And do you ever want to sell it? And so you might as well have none, right? It's a tough, it's a tough choice. And when a project launches with that dynamic already almost in hand for most of their holders, I think at least in the short term, the idea for them is to hold and hold strong because who knows where this actually goes. It's not a foregone conclusion that that will happen with um, with that ownership distribution. I'm not saying that just because it gets to that point, it's off to the races. But when it's a quality project and you believe in the team, um, it's 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 tough to overcome because you don't want to lose your exposure to that. We, again, we talked about this last week, so I'm not going to the beat the drum on this again and again and again, but that's the, the problem that a lot of board ape owners have is, you know, if I sell this one, I'm never getting it back. Right. So where yep. do you go? Well, um, I mean, talk I about think that choice this week, we got um, uh, wonder pals, which I think this is one of the more aggressive limits for a high profile drop ever, which is you can only mint one. Right. So they're going to be a full not not allow it. Well, they are really because they've raffled off the rest of the spot. So there is no public sale. It's full whitelist and everyone gets one. I mean, will this be the highest uniques we ever see right off the bat for a project or two? Um, sorry, say that again. Wonder Pals. Yes. Yeah. We're, they're limiting everyone to one mint and it's right. whitelisted. I mean, we're going to be as close to 10,000 uniques probably as you can be, I would think, with that one. I would say with Wonder Pals, if you have any um, predisposition against buying off the secondary, uh, this might be one that you shouldn't be afraid of if you can get in and get early and it's not ridiculous. Like if Wonder Pals are sitting there on secondary for 0.5 and you have the liquidity to withstand that, um, barring any major turn of events with that project, which I don't see happening, um, you know, I think that, that that could be a good snag at that point. Uh, JCV is asking, what do you think three landers floor say for Wonder Pals and Star Catchers? And I think it's a lot. I think people are um, rabid for minting these high quality projects, as we kind of mentioned in the past. Sometimes uh, high quality is its own scarcity. And, you know, looking forward to what's going down this week, I think that a lot of people are going to be jockeying for position to, to get one of these perceived high value nfts and you know wonder pals only allowing you to mint one uh star catchers only allowing most people to mint two some people higher up on the ranking get some for like a, a slight discount and i think the highest highest rank which there aren't very many of them get an extra mint as well um but you know i i just think that this is an example of a bunch of projects that really seem to be getting it right 
in terms of their mint dynamics, in terms of the 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 strong but organic or relatively organic communities that they're building within their Discord. Um, you know, weather report kind of got knocked off that pedestal. Um, but I, I still do think that um Starcatchers and uh, uh, Wonder Pals can follow in Three Lander's footsteps. And then, of course, Invisible Friends is going down. And I think that that is anybody's guess. But that seems to have so much ridiculous hype that I could see that one uh, probably in terms of floor price surpassing them all, at least pre-reveal. I mean, it's obvious all of these are going to cook. I'll tell you right now, if you're on these whitelists, you've gotten free money. Congratulations. But I think the only question people has is each subsequent cook going to suck the liquidity out of the previous one. I think that's what everyone's wondering, because these are literally stacked right on top of each other one day after the other. I don't know. I, I get the suspicion that everything could rip this week. I'm just wondering if everything does. Let's say everything rallies and holds even into the next drop, whether that causes some sort of blow off top. I'm not sure. I could see this week either being a, a, a liquidity suck where everything pumps, but then by the end of the week, everyone's just done. All the liquidity's gone into these projects. The floors start to fall. People panic, undercut each other, and most people have either a JPEG or half as much ETH as they started with, right? That's what always happens. My, my inclination is telling me that a lot of the people who um, really went out and, and went for those uh, allow list spots in these projects are ones that, um, and this is in in no way, shape, or form a criticism, but just don't have enough liquidity um, to want to buy and take their position on the secondary. And so mm-hmm. instead of using their money, they use their time to yeah. you know kind of fund it, right? Oh, and when we're talking about liquidity suck, just because a floor shoots up to two ETH doesn't mean that there's all of a sudden 20,000 ETH of liquidity sucked up in the total one. It just That just means that this is the lowest priced thing, which is where floor price kind of gets a, like a, a weird dynamic and people's perceptions of it. But if the case is true, which I mentioned before, and those people that got the allow lists were ones that were kind of, you know, time grinding their way to some liquidity. Uh, what you're going to see is, you know, them putting it up on the market, maybe at like three landers right now, 1.5 ETH. They're going to put it up on the market. Somebody who is flush with liquidity, and there are lots of people, is willing to pay 1.5 ETH to take their position, and they feel like that's even a good entrance spot. Now, all of a sudden, this newer, less liquid person just got infused with one and a half Ethereum. Um, and I got to say, like, maybe they're going to cash some of it out, but it's well, likely to me that they're just going to go shopping. And that's the point here. Like we talk about liquidity sucks, but you look at all of these mints, right? What's the most someone could spend on star catchers? 0.23. What's the most someone's going to spend on Wonder Pals? 0.08. What's the most someone's going to spend on Invisible Friends? 0.2. These are not giant liquidity sucks. And if all of these cook, and especially, you know, what does cook mean? It means very wealthy people are attracted to these and are going to pay anybody who was on the allow lists a lot of money to get into these projects. Well, what are those people on the allow list going to do? Turn around and cash it out while ETH is down 30% off the highs? No, they're going to go buy lemons. They're going to go buy other things. They're going to go mint new stuff. They're going to go mint Losers Club. I mean, I could very much... While, look, we don't know. We're going into bear seasonality. There's overarching stuff here. Instead of a liquidity suck, 
this feels like it could be the first of that three week run we had in January where it's quite the opposite. Wealthy or, you know, money starts to come into the market, pay off anybody who was on these allow lists, and then everyone goes out searching for the next big thing. So this, yep. you know, we'll see. This yeah, I, I, I think that the, all of these projects can kickstart. I mean, you're going to have 10,000 um, of these three landers or, you know, uh, I think Star Starcatchers is like 8,800. You know, a lot of NFTs that people are going to pay on the secondary for. That money doesn't just disappear. It goes into the hands of somebody who is probably going to spend it. And then you start the ripple effect through and through. Um, I think it really is understated that, you know, this transaction right now that we're going to see on star catchers that we're going to see on um invisible friends that we're going to see on wonder pals is a transaction of time for money right the people that took the time to whitelist grind or uh go out there and enter as many raffles as they can and really you know find a way to get in there and get on the allow list is that that exchange is the time and you know, on the other side of it is someone paying for that time. One of the right. huge reasons right. why I'm super yeah. bullish on P2E gaming is because for every person that's willing to put in some time and grind and maybe has a skill like a, a skill set that can allow them to be very efficient and and operate that way. Um, on the other side of that, there's always somebody that doesn't have a lot of time but still wants to be able to play the game casually for fun, and they are willing to exchange that that person's time for their money. And uh, and get a get a head start, right? Yeah. And this happens everywhere. In you know, if you if you want to buy a dining room table, I mean, you don't take carpentry lessons to make your own, unless you're just looking to pick up a hobby. You're exchanging somebody's um, energy and time of learning how to build a table, um, and you're paying them for that service, right? And this, yep. this is this is what's happening. Yeah. Well said. And and that's the thing. The quality of projects this week don't scare me. I don't. You know. I guess Invisible Friends is the unknown in a sense, because when you pull that much hype forward, you really need to deliver. You really and all delivering means here is that like the Sotheby's thing, again, convinces a bunch of wealthy people with outside money to flood into this project and and make a bunch of people who are on the allow list wealthy. I mean, that that's what that's what we hope happens with Invisible Friends here. And yeah, I you know. All these projects launching this week are quality. Like that's it. It, it was like that Clonex week, right? Like, oh, Clonex was going to big be this big liquidity suck. But whatever you think, that was a quality. That is a quality project with a very big announcement and quality backing behind it, and it started something. I mean, that ape run started something. So I'm 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 hoping that this week is that uh, we're on guard for anything. But I think when we talk it out, uh, it sounds it feels bullish out there. Given yeah. that capitulation weekend. So uh, we're going to finish this off. Um, I think today we're going to forego the Q&A session just because I got to uh, we got to kind of wrap things up and I have uh, a place to be. Um, but NFT Worlds is one that pops up again and again and again. Just wanted to point it out. This thing has been on an absolute relentless tear um, up to 18 ETH right now. And it seems like I don't want to say 20 ETH is programmed, but I mean, it's it has been this up and to the right only trajectory. What's that? It's there. 20 ETH. I'll yeah, I mean, it might as well be. Really? It's programmed. You could definitely say it. 
it doesn't seem to have this like this pullback mechanism. I mean, if you look at this chart and charts don't often mean a whole lot when you're looking at NFTs, but I mean, it's just the average price has just gone up and up and up and up. And like, there's like just tiny little pullbacks, I guess, but no. And I mean, this is the, the fat here's where you trust this price versus an Azuki. Okay. This thing's been out. This thing's been out yes. for a while. All right. This is, when when th- when you look at this chart and you see it happen, okay, this volume here is legit buy and hold volume. Like anyone that wanted to paper, anyone that thought this was speculative, anyone that got bored, they're gone. The only people buying right now are people that very very much believe in uh, the project, the roadmap, what they're doing. The world token reflects this as well. I mean, this is yep. adding to it is that anybody who missed NFT worlds was aping into world token over the weekend and is, you know, sitting on a nice triple right now from where most people entered. So this is the story. This, you know, they, with the exception of MFers, which we'll also touch on quickly, this was a story of last week and the weekend. Uh, irrespective of the the bad stuff that was going on, your two good stories here uh, being NFT worlds and MFers, and I don't know. This is the trend. This is the obvious underlying trend that never goes away. It's here. This is both metaverse land, P two E, everything we want in a project. Eighteen E floor reflects that world token mooning. Um, I don't think you chase here. I'm not sure. This is probably towards you know, the middle end of its uh, uh, hype cycle for this. You know, if, this is, if you're looking at this as an active trade, you better have some serious liquidity behind it because, I mean... Well, I mean, there's 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 passive income to be made. And so, like, if you put 18 in ETH in here, you're not necessarily just going for the, the asset appreciation, right? Like, no, no, I understand that. But, like, yeah. you know, if you have 20 ETH and you're going to spend 18 ETH on this, I mean, that's like... Well. You know, Yes, yeah, that's this is what I'm saying. Like this is uh, this is a different game you're playing here. Four percent of your lick on yeah. NFT worlds. Yeah. Um, actually, a project, and I I just found this out this morning. But the Land DAO, I guess, has something to do with NFT worlds. Now it has been on an absolute tear. Um, it doesn't look like it, but I mean, this thing was down to like point zero two for a little bit, and uh, I mean, I this weekend just sold my last genesis one before so you know as old uncle free says don't sell your nfts but um i mean this was a a weird project from the get-go i actually tried to when they were launching and minting get them on the show to talk about it and it's one of those things again like i just they don't have to come on our show but i've never seen them really do any kind of like press or talk about it and maybe i just missed it but um you know this is getting a a kind of an an ancillary an extra whatever going up (laughs) Um, world token doing very well too. world token obviously the native um you know currency of uh nft worlds running up to about 50 next blue chippy here where's where's the where's my blue chippy where's my where's my mfers we we know but spinning land on a 3d spinning land get your spinning land get i was just delaying the inevitable talk about the mfers oh MFers, let's talk about huge pullback yeah. here to 5.6 E. I know, I know. I don't know how I'm coping this morning mm. at 5.6, but let's just let's just say I don't know what there is to say. So MFers Well the interesting discussion around this whole thing is everyone is like, why? And we can we they just said like it's 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 Artoshi and it's MFers. It's like, what do you want? To me, 
that anyone in our D-Gen dojo, and I'll forgive you if you haven't been here for a while, but that anyone in our D-Gen dojo can fall to their knees and go, what? <laughs> I told you the whole, I told you before it minted. I told you after it minted. I told you during the pump. I told you after the pump. I told you during the bear market. I told you at the bottom of the bear market. I told you when it was coming out. I told you two weeks before it pumped. I told you while it was pumping. I told you during the pullback, and I'm telling you right now. MFers are a blue chip. They're going to flip punks and you just sit and watch. Okay? Are a blue chip or are going to be a all right, are going to be a blue chip. <laughs> I'm like, I know there's gonna be people rewinding the clip from last week and being like, free market said. You know. What else do they have to do? I got nothing to do today. It's it's a holiday. We got no big mints till tomorrow. They have nothing to do. Go rewind those tapes. Get, go yeah. get old Uncle Fred. And I'm, I'm going to say, like, right, we are right. not bringing MFers um, up constantly so that I can, you know, FMC can be up here and say, no, no, no. This, no. this is an incredible run. I mean, this is, this like is we said, story. not too long ago, 0.1 um, and has just gone up to, like, what, 6.5 ETH? It was uh, nope. up to that high, yeah. Exactly. I'm glad Icon sees the comparison. This is the exact thing I'm saying about lemons. And in a month or two months or, three, or whatever it is, we're going to wake up. Lemons are going to be six ETH. I'm going to be like, well, I told you at point one. I told you at point two. I told you at point four. Yeah, it's the same thing. These were okay. I always talk about what makes something a blue chip. The most important factor is time, right? You want to see a project stand the test of time. And largely that's because you want to know the team is active and they're going to execute on things they say and the community, blah, blah, blah. This is like the anti-NFT team. This is the anti-NFT project in the sense that there's no team, there's no roadmap, there's nothing to do. It is what it is. A lot like CryptoPunks. And I, yeah, I was just going to say, that's what Larva Labs thinks of CryptoPunks. It is what it is. Take it or leave it. Yeah. And there's a few types of NFTs out there. There's crypto collectibles. There's fine art. There's P2E. Well, when it comes to crypto collectibles, you'd be hard pressed to find a collection more important than MFers. And you'd be hard pressed to find an influencer. And I don't use that in the chilly term. I just mean that this guy is a celebrity. He's a god amongst men in our industry because of how he makes us laugh. Because in every laugh he gives us, it's a poignant take on the industry we're in. These aren't stupid jokes. These aren't memes for no reason. These are, these are the succinct, brilliant opinions presented to us in absolute hilarious fashion by a master. And he is this brand. He is a culture. And he fractionalized himself into 10,000 shares. And now everybody owns one share or more of Sartoshi's brilliance. And this meme is going to ride anybody who owns these into blue chip Valhalla. And it's largely because of culture. And we talked about apes and why I think apes are a blue chip, even though they haven't arguably stood the test of time similar to punks and it's because they have hit such a cultural trajectory that they will never not be relevant even if they're not even if one day they are not what what they once were they are historic for what they are and they will be relevant forever this is happening right now with mfers the people who are buying you know you, we wonder, like, oh, why isn't Lemons this? And why is it that? Le 
The people that matter don't start to buy these things until they're three ETH, four ETH, five ETH, six ETH. It's a flex for these people. And these people aren't buying things at 0.1 and hoping they go to two ETH for a 20X. They're taking large amounts of ETH and trying to double and triple. They're like Warren Buffett. They're not in there going for the thousand X anymore. They don't need to. They have enough ETH. They were buying, they were buying MFers this weekend, Drift, Drifter Shoots. He was out there talking about, I just bought four MFers. Okay, these are thought leaders. These are the people everyone looks up to. MFers are undervalued. These are going to 10 ETH on this cycle. I'm sure they'll have a violent pullback. Um, I'm sure there will be many ups and downs. I am so bullish on MFers. I always have been. Shout out to anyone in the DGEN dojo that took the ride with me. I won't say them by name if they don't want to be named. But you're amazing. Thank you for listening. How are my 3D MFers doing? I don't know. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I'm going to check that floor price right now. Ah, 0.77. No volume. No volume. Um, all right. Yeah, I see some people talking about Corolla Beast. Uh, I've got it written up for the, the show tomorrow. Losers Club is one that we're going to have to talk about. Got it written up for the show tomorrow. Uh, what else are we looking at? Somebody mentioned it is Moon Monday. It absolutely is. We will talk about that tomorrow once they drop and they get into the uh, beautiful hands of the Star Wolves Discord members that have uh, have managed to get them. Um, but that's going to be a lot of fun. I don't know. What else? We don't really have anything today. I think the only thing of note that I saw going around was this Bad Bunnies or sorry, Bunny Buddies project that is minting um, today. Bad, yeah, bad buddies. My apologies, not bad buddies. It is uh, happening at 11 a.m. for the raffle winners. I guess that's uh, live right now. My day has been so thrown off once I scrambled with uh, losing electricity and having to reopen everything on the fly. So I apologize about that. Free market. You got anything else you want to uh, you want to touch on before we wrap this really baby up? Kind of, you know, this week I'm waiting for all the projects that were delayed to either start their games or these very exciting mints that are coming up. Like we said, today's a holiday. It's the quiet before the storm. We're starting our wonderful, wonderful week tomorrow with Star Catchers. As you know, this is FMC's pick of the quarter. You know, this is I have been looking forward to this one. Haven't been as bullish on this since Lemons. Really looking forward to it, R2. I can't wait to talk about it with you tomorrow. Yeah, there's going to be tons of great stuff to uh, to talk about. And I have no doubt that there's going to be more information coming uh, down the pipeline about this NFT hack that was uh, uh, happening over the weekend. Uh, I just wanted to thank everybody for showing up today. You know, lots of new faces I'm seeing in the chat. Always excited to welcome some new people to the Alphaman AM show. Um, you got lemons in here today. Thanks. Yeah. To always good to see the lemons. Lemon spaces. Hell 40, yeah. 40 40 hours they've been going hours. now. Oh, 40 seconds baby amazing yes. records they're breaking records yep. <laughs> it was free market talking by himself for like four hours this morning at four it was in the not morning, four hours it monologuing was- in front of 30 people All right. they, they uh, love that monologue <laughs> don't even get it twisted it was great driz was still napping look look driz is a king this guy he deserves nap. He deserves to be fanned with a palm leaf and fed grapes while he does these spaces. So, ladies, get on it. I'm, I'm putting out the call right now. Yes. Thank you so much for everyone that was here at the beginning of the show and are still listening and dealing with those technical difficulties that we have. Um, you know what? 76 episodes in a row. It was bound to happen 76. eventually. That's uh, okay. pre- What's that? 
Said 76 episodes. I love it. 76. I mean, we're fast approaching that episode 100, which means nothing because we already crossed the uh, 69th episode threshold. And it is, uh, we're going straight to 420, baby. Um, like I said, thank you for everyone that came and uh, and hung out with us today. If you liked what you saw and you're new here, please, uh, I like to only ask once during the show, but hit the subscribe button and hit the like button on the channel. It really does help us out and uh, it's greatly appreciated. If not, I will not lose now to sleep over it fmc get us out of here good luck at the tables dj